Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Now, here's your host, Dave Turner. Hi, everyone. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself. And once again, we're back here in Studio B of the Tabletop Journal Studios right here in Baltimore on America's East Coast. And we're back with another episode this week of our series called The Creative Spectrum. And for some of you, I think this episode may surprise you a bit, but I'll get into all that in just a minute. This is episode number 87 of Seat Yourself. It's amazing. And it's published on the week of August 10th, 2020. And I think this episode, it'll probably run about 35 minutes or so. And as many of you listeners know by now, in our Creative Spectrum series, we bring you conversations with all sorts of creative people, people whose lives and passions are built around the idea of thinking creatively and bringing that creativity forward to all of us in a way that positively influences, impacts, and inspires each of us on an everyday basis. Well, in this episode of the Creative Spectrum, I'm especially excited to sit down again with a longtime friend and someone who's widely known throughout the hospitality tabletop industry. But today, tabletop won't be the focus of our conversation, and now he'll be inspiring us in a totally different way. Today, we'll be joined by hospitality veteran Bob Thompson. Bob's background in the food service business and specifically within tabletop category is long and is deep. And I always love talking to Bob because whenever we're speaking together, I always learn things from him. But today's conversation will be a little bit different. Some of you will recall that a handful of weeks ago, we had a commentary here we titled Self-Care and Second Chances. We also included that commentary in our most recent bi-monthly tabletop journal newsletter. And okay, here comes the shameless plug here. If you haven't signed up to receive our bi-monthly tabletop journal newsletter, it has its own sign-up microsite. Go to tabletopjournalnewsletter.com. It's real quick, real simple. It's a one-page sign-up, super easy, and you really should sign up to get it. And our Tabletop Journal newsletter is bigger and better and growing more than ever before. So make sure you're in on it. That's tabletopjournalnewsletter.com. Okay, back to today's great guest, Bob Thompson. In our commentary, I mentioned the second chance we spoke about were second chance careers. And in that commentary, we mentioned that in times of COVID, we think we all have a great opportunity to self-reflect. And today's guest, Bob Thompson, He's been doing some great self-reflecting and has embarked on his own second chance career, Bobby T's Up in Smoke. And beyond being a lover of great barbecue and smoked foods, I really wanted to learn about the process that Bob went through and how he made the decision to follow a dream he's had for quite some time. And we'll find a way to eventually fire up the smoke and begin Bobby T's Up in Smoke journey. So with all of that, please help me welcome to seat yourself in our Creative Spectrum series, the very talented and the very self-reflective Bob Thompson. Hey, everybody, I want you to give a big seat yourself welcome to Bob Thompson. Bob Thompson is well-known tabletop raconteur in our industry, in the hospitality tabletop industry. But today, on the Creative Spectrum series... Bob, you and I have known each other for a long time. Under normal circumstances, I'd love to have you on here to discuss tabletop and hospitality tabletop, things like distribution product. But there's something else going on with you now, and that's what I really want to hear to talk about. But anyway, welcome to Seat Yourself. Thanks for having me, Dave. It's great to see you again and chat. 
Yeah, it's great. Uh, and I think you, everybody in our whole industry has seen your Instagram posts and you know, all your social media stuff. And we're all incredibly jealous of you. And we all want to be Bob Thompson, I think, right now. Look at that tan when I see that, the smile on the face, pretty girls hanging around you and stuff like that down there in Florida. It's all fabulous looking from the Instagram site. But I know you've been hard at work on a bunch of stuff, and I want to get to that, that whole Bobby T's thing. I want to get to that. But I want to talk a little bit about, first of all, how we got where we are today. And of course, in our entire food service and hospitality industry was turned upside down in late March. Everybody was, including us here at uh, Tabletop Journal and all that. How did that really play out for you personally? And can you describe the first couple of weeks of that lockdown period? It was nuts. Uh, I got to believe, like most people, there was first a ton of disbelief that something like this is going to happen. And we all felt surely it would blow over and we'll be back at it in you know, just a, a mere couple of weeks. Unfortunately, that's not the case. I'm on furlough right now from 10 Strawberry Street, and we were on track to have the most amazing year we've ever had. We closed 2019 in record fashion and the start of 2020 was exceeding all of our expectations. So many things in the pipeline, new products, new everything. And Zach and I, Zach Zucker, the CEO of 10 Strawberry Street and I um, figured in a couple of weeks we'd be back at it. And lo and behold, that wasn't the case. Who'd ever imagined that our new normal would be including wearing face masks walking through the grocery store? And here we sit six months later, wondering when we can get back at it. Yeah, I have to tell you, I've loved the 10 Strawberry Street story since you joined on because you've really put some structure in it. You've really brought a lot to their party. And that's a, that's a very different company now in the hospitality tabletop world. But several weeks ago, we published a commentary here on self-care and second chances. And really what I want to talk about is this second chance career that you started called Bobby T's. Tell us a little bit about Bobby T's. What is Bobby T's and tell us a little bit about it. Well, for about 50 of my 58 years, I've spent a lot of time in the kitchen. I love being in the kitchen. It's where I go to decompress. It's where I go to think. It's where I just go to, to be me. And I've been cooking for a lot of people for many, many years. And everybody says, whether it's a barbecue, a smoker, or it's something fancy on the stove or in the oven, Everybody said, well, you should open a restaurant. And I'm like, you know what? I'm around restaurants enough. And I don't need to open a restaurant. Uh, it's the last thing I need to do. Well, after two weeks of sitting around waiting for this thing to pass over and me get back to work, get on an airplane and go visit all the great customers that we have in, in, in our industry, I was wallowing around kind of feeling sorry for myself. I was talking to a lot of my industry friends and by the way, by the way, let me interrupt you for just for a second, Bob. You know, that that grieving period, that more period of mourning in, in let's call it late March through April, I think everybody, not only in the United States, but everybody in our industry around the globe, all, we all went through that same period, that same grieving kind of thing. Yeah, it's going to get better. We'll be back at it soon. And here we sit in August. The impact was beyond comprehension. I mean, this thing is beyond comprehension and to be in the industry that's most affected by it over any industry in the, in the world. None. There's none been, been more slammed by this pandemic than the hospitality industry. It's been mind boggling. And I talk to people from every level, from people working in the kitchen, people working in the front of the house and people doing what you and I do. And it's just it's just been devastating. But I had to stop feeling sorry for myself. I had to think about what can make my life better. And um, so I did. I woke up one morning and I decided to do a couple things. One is I increased my exercise routine. I needed to stay busy. I had to get out. I had to uh, keep my mind working. I had to stay physical. I had to stay active. And another thing 
I needed to do was to keep moving internally. I had to keep moving my self forward so that I didn't get into a funk. I down here in Southwest Florida, the weather's always good, always affords some sort of physical activity. And so Michelle, my girlfriend and I, we make a point to stay busy as much as we can. Sometimes two or three times a day, we find something active to do. From there, I also started thinking, I was talking to my daughter who happens to be a uh, an ice cream making pastry chef out in, in Monterey, California. She was telling me about all these great breads and stuff that she's been learning, teaching herself to make. And I said, well, I always wanted to learn to make bread. So I decided I was going to start making bread. So I started making bread three days a week. She's an ice cream maker. She sent me an ice cream making machine. Decided I'm going to start making ice cream. I just did all these things to stay busy and stay engaged because I knew it was much healthier than sitting on the couch. As most people who know me know, I also drink a fair amount of craft beer. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves that. And so on the weekends, we would spend our time visiting the different craft beers of Southwest Florida. And over the last year of living down here, we became pretty friendly with a family that owns a farm. It's a really cool place. It's called Southern Fresh Farm. And at the Southern Fresh Farm is a brewery. And the brewery is called Crazy Dingo. We became very friendly with the owners of Crazy Dingo. And we were just sitting around tossing stories back and forth and talking about some ideas and I noticed they had a smoker on the property and we were talking about cooking and the, the farmer says, uh, so Bob, you know how to use a smoker? <laughs> I said, yeah. He said, not one like that, not a barrel smoker, but I'm a quick study. I go, why? He goes, I've always wanted somebody to, to use it to compliment what we're doing. Well, wait a second. You get this guy, you're drinking a couple of beers and a guy hands you a smoker. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Take it out for a test drive. And so I said, yeah, I could do that. He goes, well, you want to use it? And I'm like, Sure. I said, you want me to do wings? I said, I make chicken wings. I said, chicken wings and beer. He goes, I've been waiting for that. Michelle and I kind of looked at each other and laughed. And the next day I asked him if he was serious and he was. So that was the beginning of Bobby T's Up in Smoke. You know, Bob, I want to stop you for a second because what you've just described, this keep moving approach, physical moving, mental moving, that's something that I believe a lot in. And I was on a, I don't know if you know Jason Wange at all from out in the Colorado area, but he just went to work for Cal Mill. But he, in his keep moving effort, he started something called the Food Service Power Plant Network. And it's a Facebook live program. And he had me on there and we brought him back on to seat yourself as well. He talks about exactly that in terms of improving the mental health aspects. And it really... I wasn't aware of the food service power plant network that Jason started. He wasn't aware of my self-care and second chances commentary that we did, but they really converged. And really, you've articulated what we, Jason and I have both tried to do right here with your own personal story of Bobby T's. I love the Bobby T story just for that much. Now, I, I want to get into how you're going to sell more of it and, and all that, but just the fact that you kept moving at a time when it's tough for all of us to move. It's been amazing and so motivating to do this. It's something that I've always thought about doing. My cost of entry was next to nothing, which made it easier to get into. Some friends, I'll tell you right here, make a little commercial for Waring Commercial. Sure. My friend John Nunez and his folks at Waring have been just phenomenal to me in helping me set up a test kitchen so that I can work on my recipes. I'm using three or four of their machines, and it's made my life incredibly easy, and it's made me efficient, and I'm learning a ton. I haven't been this invigorated 
in a long time, which is funny because when I went to 10 Strawberry Street, we were all about having the time of our lives doing something that we love to do. But you forget, you kind of get into this, not into a rut, but you just get into your path and you just go. And this has been so inspiring to me. It's reawakened my creative juices and it's just been a blast. Well, that's great to hear because, you know, uh, one of the things that I feel in our industry is there's so much passion. There's so much passion in hospitality and in food service. And there's really a lot of passion in the hospitality tabletop sector. And those of us that are lifers in this business, we pour ourselves completely into this business. And that's wonderful on a certain level. But the problem comes is when the brakes get slammed on through no fault of anybody's. And all of a sudden, from one day to the next, a major piece of our identity is gone. We're no longer that hospitality guy, that tabletop person or gal, and we're sort of rudderless. There's nowhere to focus your anger because you can't be angry at anybody because no one's done this to you. No one's done this to me. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. And I know from the phone calls I get, and you probably have some too, and certainly Jason Wanges, he's out in front of this. So I would encourage anybody who has not been to his Facebook live feed of Food Service Power Plant Network, check it out. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO or an entry-level salesperson. If you're in food service, you're going to enjoy it. By the way, there's a lot of laughs on there, a lot of help. And just what Bob, you just expressed is when we're working through all this stuff, all this emotion and what do I do? Where do I get my identity back? And what do I want to do? We all need help from our friends. That's the one thing that's great about the food service business is there's so many wonderful people that are willing to help and all you got to do is reach out. And that's, that's what I would encourage anybody who's having a difficult time with us to do. It's been instrumental in keeping me sane, talking to my friends at, you know, whether they're reps, factory, other factory people, distribution people, you know, we've got a huge network and we're all relying on each other now like never before. It's not about making a living anymore. Yeah. And to be honest, Nobody cares what your business card used to say on it, what title was on there. Nobody cares about that. The one thing that this pandemic has done is it stripped away a lot of the the phony baloney stuff that has always been in our business and and stripped away everybody, hopefully everybody's armor. You know, because Brene Brown, who's um, a well-known psychologist these days, and she's very, I guess, hot right now in that, that kind of genre, but she talks about armoring up. And I think a lot of us have armored up for a long time. And I'm really glad to see that some of that is changing. And what I, I couldn't think of a better expression. How about this, Dave? There you go. Brene Brown right there. What a plug for her. I, I say her name and you go get her book. She's awesome. Folks, if you're not reading this stuff, you gotta. Brene Brown, just to give Brene Brown, I don't know Brene Brown, never met her. But if you don't know who she is, it's Brene with a B, Brene Brown. Check it out. You'll find it and go listen. She has three podcasts that yep. will, if you listen, change your life. There you go. There you go. Listen, let's get back to the business part of this stuff a little bit for a while. Tell me about Bobby T's. It's a tough as shit business, the sauce and spice and all that business, I suspect. And when you compete in a crowded field, and you know about that competing in the hospitality tabletop world, you know about differentiation. So what differentiates Bobby T's besides a good looking CEO? Well, she's not the CEO. She's the creative director. Oh, I'm the CEO. (laughs) Oh, that's self-deprecation. I love it. That's beautiful. 
By the way, the world should take note. Bob Thompson just did some little bit of self-deprecation. People who know Bob personally would think that was a big surprise. There's a few eyebrows going up right now. So good job. Well played. I got great support here. Michelle happens to be an artist. She created our logo and has been working on all of our branding. And that's been really cool. What we're doing is as basic food service as you could possibly do. We have a tent, two tables, and a smoker. And then we just go at it. And what's making it so much fun is that we're surrounded by a huge food truck industry down here in Southwest Florida. And it's a really tight knit community. And they've been super supportive of what I'm trying to do. The idea is hopefully at some point, maybe get into a truck. Although I think that would take away from what our true success is. And we can get into that in a little bit, but I've designed the entire menu. All my recipes and sauces are made from scratch and the type of sauces they are, aren't unique, but but what I'm doing is I'm putting a Southwest twist on them. So it's not a buffalo sauce. It's a Bonita sauce. I live outside of Bonita Springs, just to, which is a little bit north of Naples. So I, everything I do is called Bonita. And that's because I don't want to be called my sauce a buffalo sauce because it's not traditional. I'm not going to tell you the secrets, Dave, but I do add a couple things to it. Oh. And, and the response has been incredible. The best part is when, not when, the, when you come to see me once. When you come and see me once, that's fine. I appreciate that. But when you come back two or three times, it's really the most humbling thing I've ever done. We have great people down here. As you know, Southwest Florida is a, is a very diverse community. Nobody's really Florida grown. There's a big movement. To, if you are Florida grown. Everybody's come from someplace else. And everybody's got a story to tell. And you may not know this, but I can talk. And <laughs> I think our audience is learning that if they didn't know it already. Standing behind that smoker is really just becoming, uh, honestly, another stage. Another place for me to interact with people, learn their stories, them to learn our story. And it's just really been so much fun putting this little thing together. Well, you know, when we did this in our newsletter, we did the the commentary, self-care and second chances, and we did a podcast on that a bunch of weeks ago. You know, it's really finding that silver lining in the in the dark cloud of the pandemic in our industry. And one of the questions that for those who haven't read the commentary or whatever, the second chance part of it comes through self-reflection. It's that second chance to start that career that you always wanted to do. It's just what Bob Thompson here has been saying. And the overarching question is, if I could do any other profession in my life, what would that profession be? Because the, the unfortunate part of all this is the pandemic continues on and gets longer and longer. The chances of all of us all 100% of the people that were in this business in the past coming back into it gets less and less. So I'd encourage anybody who is struggling or has been on an emotional roller coaster since, let's say, the middle of late part of March to do some self-reflection and think about that second chance profession that you might have always wanted to pursue, just like Bob Thompson's done with Bobby T's. I don't care if you sell a million cases or you sell two cases. And by the way, you're going to sell three because I want a case of Bobby T's talk. But the point really is, is that you kept moving both physically and mentally, and you, you got a second chance profession going on right now, baby. It's a super tough time. But the funny thing is, is that I have found that it's a, a great time to start a business. There's people, people want to support people right now. And so that is great. The downside is your audience is smaller, but it's a super time to get into something. And it also gives you time to perfect what you're trying to. If you really love it and you want to pursue it and keep going at it, it's a great time to do that because it's a slow ramp up, a lot of receptive people, 
and the cost of entry is lower probably than it's ever been before because people want to give you the opportunity to do it. I've known you for a long time, Bob, and I hear the smile in your voice right now. I hear the optimism and and, and the excitement, and and, and I I think our listeners are hearing it too, and I want them to know that that same excitement is out there for them too. They they just got to give some thought to it and come up with their own second chance, and I really want to get back to some of the, before we take a break, because we're going to take a break here in a minute, as we always do, but before we go to break, I want to talk about some of the long-term go-forward strategies. I don't want you to give away any marketing secrets or anything, but what, how do you envision this Bobby T's brand, both in the short-term and long-term? Is it going to be coast-to-coast uh, coast in every supermarket shelf I can find? Is it supposed to be a boutique brand? What is it? What's Bobby T's going to be? Your lips to public's ears. There you go. We're just, you know what? This thing has it's kind of taken off unexpectedly. We sit back and we're in awe of what's happening. The response has been so good. I'm playing catch up every day, trying just to stay on the current path. We've got Bobby T's Kitchen, which is going to be doing the bottling of sauces and spices. And we're working on that. And we're considering building a mobile stage with a smoker on it so that we can take our brand outside of Southern Fresh Farms and go to another brewery on a Sunday and do Sunday football with wings or go on a Monday night and do Monday night football with wings. We're continually playing with the, the menu this week. We're adding smoked shrimp and going to use the same sauces, but just upscale it a little bit and see what kind of response we get. And if it doesn't work, we'll just eat the shrimp. It's great. We're also working with the farm on an idea that uh, I'll let you know about first if it goes down, but it, it could be pretty cool. Good. Good deal. Good deal. Listen, Bob, I mentioned before we're going to take a break, but when we come back from break, I know that the food service and hospitality, and you know it too, and our listeners know it too, that the food service and the hospitality industry, it's going to eventually come back. And I also know that having great talent on board is a key to any company's success, and it will be even more so as we when we come back. I want to know, and I'm going to ask you, what the CEO of Bobby T's, and I don't mean Michelle, I know she's really the CEO, but I mean Bob Thompson. What will Bob Thompson do when your phone rings to come back into the hospitality uh, tabletop arena? I want you to think about that over the break. And when we come back, I want to hit that and go as deep as you want to go. So we'll be right back with more with the great, the founder, the CEO, the El Jefe of Bobby T's, the wonderful sauce. And by the way, he knows a little bit about hospitality tabletop too, folks. So uh, you never know. Bob Thompson. And we'll be back with Bob in just a minute. This episode of Seat Yourself is sponsored in part by the Edward Don and Company. Everything but the food for nearly 100 years. And if you have not yet signed up for Tabletop Journal's bi-monthly newsletter, now would be a great time to do so. Go to tabletopjournalnewsletter.com. It's a quick and easy sign up and a great way to stay on top of all the important going-ons in the world of hospitality tabletop. That's tabletopjournalnewsletter.com. Now, back to our podcast. Hey, everybody. We're back again here with Bobby T's Bob Thompson. I call him Bobby T's because that's his new persona with this wonderful new adventure that Bob Thompson's been on. 
all of us who've known Bob Thompson forever know him as an expert in hospitality tabletop and just a general, general all around good guy and all that. Well, now he's done a ready, fire, aim kind of thing, which I love. And he's given himself the second chance opportunity with a brand called Bobby T's and it's flying off the shelves down there in Southwest Florida. Southwest Florida. I want to make sure I get the, the geography right. So my question before we went to break was for Bob was when the phone rings, we know that talent is in great demand in the food service and hospitality business, but I want to know what the CEO of Bobby T's is going to do when the phone rings to come back into the hospitality tabletop arena. Bob, what are you going to do? Well, <laughs> it's a great question. And I like it ready Fire Aim, because that's exactly what we're doing down here at Bobby T's. Absolutely. I love Ready Fire Aim. It's nuts. So quick answer to your question is, Zach is more than just my my boss at 10 Strawberry Street. Zach Zucker. Right. Zach is the CEO of 10 Strawberry Street, where you're working now. And he's just been phenomenal to me. He's been supportive. He's been a good ear. I've done the same for him. And to be fair, give a plug for 10 Starburst Street. You've built that into a company that it, that it wasn't before, you and Zach together, because I've always thought you guys are a great team. And the product line is much larger. And and, and I love the tagline. What is it? What's the tagline that Zach and you use? Affordable. That's a great tagline, boy, because uh, that describes the company perfectly. If I could have my way, I'm on furlough now. Thankfully, the retail side of the business is, is sustaining the company right now. And they're able to keep working and keeping several employees on the payroll, which is, for me, I'm thrilled to death for, for what all the good things are able to do. But listen, if I had my way, I'd go back to work, work with him. That being said, you're not going to take this away from me. Bobby T's. Bobby T's. You're not going to take it away from me. And Zach wouldn't, wouldn't ever like to do that. Again, he's been one of my biggest supporters on this whole thing. I can multitask. And if things open up somewhere else and they, they don't, Look like there's going to be a future at 10 Strawberry Street again, which is where I'd love to spend the last few years of my career. I'm here and I will listen. Call me. But make no mistake about it, folks. Don't go uh, rushing to buy the last bottles of Bobby T's sauce because Bobby T's is going to stick around, right? No matter what happens. No reason to do otherwise. You know, it's a great thing to be doing as I wind down my career. I'm going to be 60 in a couple of years. I want to work for probably another 10 years. But this is something I can do for as long as I want to do it. And we're having so much fun doing it that I'm not going to walk away from it. Yeah, I think that people who pursue, who take advantage of this second chance, as we've been calling it, that's been given to us from this pandemic, I think those careers are pursued out of passion and they come from inside us. And there's something that, generally speaking, we all have something inside us that wants to get out and we want to do something. Well, now is the greatest time ever. If you're of a certain age and you, you are always wondering about this, now there's no reason not to pursue that dream profession, that dream career, even if it means something starting out as simple as somebody offered you a cooker to use, a smoker to use. Huh? How cool is that? Can't make it up. That's exactly what happened. But to be fair, that was an opportunity. And if you don't have your radar screen open to opportunities, you might have looked right by that. So credit to you, Bob, for having that that open radar screen to recognize the opportunity and run with it. You know, it's no time to, to wallow around in self-pity. You got to keep your eyes open, right? I know it because I tried it myself. I can tell you that my life is better with a purpose. And this has given me a reason to not only get up, but to think, to imagine, 
And I keep bringing Michelle into the conversation because you know she's a part of what we're doing down here and her support of what I'm trying to do. You know, she works uh, 40, 50 hours a week in healthcare and she works her ass off, you know, and, <laughs> and she comes home and we work Friday and Saturday doing this thing. And all she does is encourages me to keep it going. Don't sit around. If you, there's something that you're passionate about, think about how you can change that into a side hustle. Bob Thompson sitting here telling our industry that my life is better with a purpose is pretty powerful stuff. So I agree with that. And I think we all find that's the case. So anybody who's wondering if they're, you know, Jesus Trump chasing down gigs that like I used to have as a salesperson, marketing person, CEO, VP of whatever, VP of everything at some hospitality tabletop company. There's a lot of VPs in our industry. You notice that, right? There's a lot. We're, we're almost as bad as the banking business. But the point really is, is that time better spent chasing down your particular purpose, your personal purpose, and then pursue it with all out passion and do something, which I don't mean to embarrass you, Bob, but do something like Bobby T's, do your own Bobby version of Bobby T's, whatever that might be. I'd encourage everybody to do that. Reflect a little bit. Everybody needs to grieve. Get that out of the way. Now do a little self-reflection and get your ass in gear and get moving. Chasing opportunities at what we've done in the past has never been more difficult than it is today. You know, there's few and far opportunities in, in what we do. Will it come back? Yes. Will we all have opportunities in, in the future? I truly believe we will. But that said, hard goods, tabletop is a long way out. Well, this segues into my next question to you, Bob. Again, I want to I want to get to a question that I have for you, since you're you're being incredibly open and candid today, and I I appreciate the honesty you have today. It's great for our listeners to hear that coming from somebody as well known as you are in our business, and you are an experienced hospitality tabletop manager, and somebody who's not only sold products but you've worked on development of products, you've worked on marketing of products. Do you have any advice for other people who may be currently on the sidelines due to no fault of their own? Get off the sofa. Get off the sofa. Do you paint for a hobby? Go to a farm market and bring some of your paintings with you. Do you love gardening? Let people know that you're available to help them create gardens. If there's a hobby and you can turn it into a, a little bit of money, a little bit of opportunity, you might be surprised where it goes because I'm going to tell you what, when we sell out of ribs and wings every Saturday night, we just look at each other and go, what have we done here? And we laugh about it and we're inspired by it every week. You can do the same thing, but you got to get off the couch. I love that you're laughing. Uh, I think we all need a little bit more laughter in our life these days. So that's great. And by the way, the next time you come back on Seat Yourself, I want you to bring Michelle because she's going to be a more interesting uh, interview probably than you. Are. I want to hear the real story behind Bobby. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to Bobby T's for a minute. We're going to close it all up by, Bob, I've really enjoyed the conversation. I've always enjoyed talking to you, but this one has been a really special conversation. And I want you to now, if you can tell our listeners where they can learn a little bit more about the Bobby T's brand and more importantly, since we're in the sales business here, how can people buy the Bobby T's products? Well, so right now we're doing, this thing is taking on a life of its own in 10 weeks. So I'm a little bit behind the eight ball on this. We've just ordered a bunch of apparel and another plug for Michelle. She designed our logo. And by, the, by the way, the logo is on the header for this podcast. You'll see the, you go back to that. That's the Bobby T's logo designed by Michelle. And the whole idea behind it is 
we're having fun doing what we're doing. So we made a caricature that was fun. We don't want this. We don't want anybody to take us too seriously. And so it's just a very kind of whimsical logo that she kind of thought up. And we're so thrilled with the response to it. But anyways, so we've got some apparel that we will be making available. And then I'm starting to bottle more sauce. I'm waiting for my bottles to come in and going to do my dry rub as well, because who would have thought, but there's a market for it. People ask for it every week. Is there a website or a Facebook link? Or- so the website is a work in progress. Again, I just haven't had a chance to do that. Hey, what are you doing? Just laying around? You're hanging out doing nothing. I'm eating bonbons and baskets. <laughs> I don't get this tan by sitting inside. But some of you already are following me uh, on Mr. Thompson 62 on Instagram, and you can message me there. And if you want to go directly to Bobby T's Up in Smoke on Instagram, you can message me there. And that's where you can reach out and let me know if you're curious to buy anything, try something. And we also do have a Bobby T's Up and Smoke Facebook page where you can also private message me as well. Dave, it's been great to see you again it's, and talk about the things that we like so much that we haven't had the opportunity to do in so long. I really appreciate your opportunity today. For those who know Bob Thompson, I can tell you there's no more passionate a person than I know in this industry, the hospitality tabletop industry. And all I can say is all you Frank's Red Hots and Durkies and all that stuff, all you uh, competitors in the sauce business better look out for Bobby T's because this is a guy that pursues everything he does with a lot of passion and vigor. And I couldn't be more excited about the second chance career that you've established here now in Southwest Florida, Bob. It's really been a real pleasure pleasure hooking up with you on the Bobby T's issue, but I wish you much success. And I'm always going to encourage, as I said before, the hospitality tabletop industry needs great talent. I never want to lose a good talent out of our industry. So I'm always going to encourage you to keep looking at hospitality tabletop and hopefully you're back with 10 Strawberry Street or or somebody else real soon. So I, I look forward to that. Thank you for your time today. Thanks, Dave. And listen, you know, you've been there yourself. You had to reinvent yourself. A couple of times. (laughs) And you know how inspiring it is. And I just encourage everybody, if you got an idea, what do you got to lose? Just like uh, our president said one time, well, not too long ago, what the hell do you have to lose? So congratulations, Bob Thompson on Bobby T's and check him out online. Check him out on Instagram. What were the Instagram uh, feeds again? Mr. Thompson 62 and then Bobby T's up in smoke and Facebook is Bobby T's up in smoke as well. And Dave, thanks a million. I really appreciate it. It's great to see you. The pleasure's all ours, Bob. Take care. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, please be sure to check out www.tabletopjournal.com.